to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. How's it going, Dad? Hi, Steve. Um, well, I'm, I'm very excited this week, Steve. We've had quite a lot going on, haven't we? We have. Uh, and uh, uh, it's it's given me a buzz, and I'm sure it's given you a buzz as well. Yeah. Uh, so um, I can't wait to get going and get started. And uh, what can I say? Mm. Very exciting. Brilliant. It's been brilliant, hasn't it? So um, we spoke a little bit about last week, the Van Gogh uh, mm-hmm. demonstration uh, and we followed that up with a new still life picture which we have uh, put up on the site so people can see it now they probably have already seen it um, but that has got a lovely story behind it which is what I wanted to talk about on this week's podcast um, right it's we and we did actually talk about it I think a po- on a podcast a good couple of years ago now uh, which is uh, the teddy bear and mm. it's a it's a picture that mm. you've done a long time ago, um, mm. and we had people, uh, students that saw that picture and thought, "Oh, I'd love to do that." Is there a way we can do that one? And you're a bit unsure about whether to do it, um, but mm. you did in the end. You decided yeah, to give it a I go. don't. Yeah, I, I think um, we were prompted, obviously, by the reaction uh, to the, you know, to to the picture. Uh, the reason I I was a bit hesitant with it is I it didn't at the time it seemed didn't seem to fit in with what we were doing with a lot of the animals and it was what we were doing it was very successful um, with all the pastel pencil work. It just didn't seem to fit in, and then suddenly I just had this feeling. Do you know, I think I will do that now, and uh, I did. But I was never really happy with the background of the original um, picture I did, and so I thought, well, okay, well, I'll see what I I can do with that, you know. But, and I changed my mind, and people can see that when they look at the, the teddy bear, you can see that what it what it was was just an ordinary background um i made that up completely originally it wasn't wasn't part of my but it didn't seem to look that great you know uh, in my opinion uh teddy bear was nice and that he was wearing was fine but it was just the um so when we got when i got to that part i thought i've got to change it and we had a chair, it's a bit an old chair that we had, a small chair, ideally for teddy bears, really. And uh, I plonked him on it and took a picture and uh, decided to do that. But, but, and it came out absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So I was really pleased with it. I think it gives it a little bit more of a, a setting, a little bit more of a story behind, I think. It's, you know, when it's yeah. on, a, on a chair like that, it's... I think it gives it a little bit more, a bit more context, a bit more backstory, perhaps by behind the bear. I mean, I, mm. you know, mm. we know there's a story behind the bear, so that helps. Um, but yeah, I think, and I think that it, because it means so much to our family, I think it's really nice to, to do that picture um, as well. It's not just any old random teddy bear, you know, for us, it, no. it, it has sentimental value and especially, for mum it's it's her teddy bear that she had growing up so it's just 
I'm really pleased that you did do it and I'm I'm pleased that people are going to want to do that as well uh, and it does go on uh, the, I was going to say the postscript to that story um, it's gone on now um, your sister Vicky just had uh, a little beautiful little baby girl and mum just suddenly said to her I was surprised as well she said I think I'd like to give um, Aura the teddy bear and uh, it's now um, in her little nursery uh, watching over her so there's a lovely little story there but I in return framed up the picture that you see and she's mum's got that on the wall now oh so she's still got the teddy bear yeah <laughs> but uh, not in actual fact so it's a, a nice little postscript to it and it looks really gorgeous uh, on on the wall framed up yeah the original of course there we are. So there we are. It's yeah, it, lovely was, story. It's a really lovely story, and we hope that people enjoy doing it because, of course, you know, it's a teddy bear. You know, people can learn to to use those techniques and mm. draw other teddy bears. You know, uh, you know, it's it's Absolutely. a lesson in itself. You don't have to do that picture to learn how to do a teddy bear. So um, mm. I'm sure we've got lots. I of think it's, it. it it also gave the versatility of the of the uh, medium as well, the pastel pencil medium. And of course, this time I did it originally on the ombre, but this time I did it on the fawn coloured or the sand coloured pastel mat, which is I, I did give it a little extra, I think, a little bit extra I th- buzz and um, feeling. I think that that made the difference too, because at the time we were introducing these new brands, um, and you know you've you've got colours from across the ranges and i think that presents new opportunities uh mm. might have might have swayed the decision slightly <laughs> oh it did, it <laughs> no, did. knowing it that you've definitely. got these new materials yeah. to play with that's right yeah oh yes and and all the colors that i used were wonderful colors um I, I was i was very impressed with the way they they all turned out i couldn't have done it I could have done it, but it wouldn't have been quite the same had I been restricted to the one set of pencils that I had um, with the Faber pencils. I would have been restricted by it, but it was uh, know, it was a delight to do. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I watched it back the other day as well, uh, which was great because <laughs> it was a couple of years since I did it, so it's, it, it's fresher. Yeah. Anyway, yes. So it, it, yes, I was ever so pleased. This might sound like a really silly question, but what's the difference in doing a teddy bear opposed to a real bear? Not as much as you think, actually. I mean, obviously, uh, being being a toy with glass eyes, particularly, uh, I I and I knew the bear, and I've known it for many, 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 many years, um, and I, it, it kind of had a I, I had a, a, an affinity with it, but at the same time, I still use the same system, really, uh, the same uh, action of the pastel pencil and the all the techniques that I use. I still use that same, but I did, I don't know. I think in your head, when you're doing something like that, you know what it is, so therefore you're interpreting it. Because of that, if it was a real ted- teddy bear, and you know I've done real bears as well, then you have that uh, to look at, and you're, you've got that in your head, and that's what you're doing. Somehow that all transfers itself mm. to the um, to the subject and 
Uh, I think that's probably what it is, but it's hard to just define it. That's really interesting because it, it is like a translation of what you're thinking in your head to then there's probably the subtlety of movement that you're going down to your fingers, you know, of where you're moving the pencil, of what decisions you make um, mm-hmm. in terms of the fur. And, and, and yeah, you're, you're thinking about something and doing something. Um, that's right like that's it, right. It, it's yeah like you said transferring from your thoughts down to so if it's an animal mm. then you're going to be thinking animal mm. and you're going to make yes. different decisions that's right oh i'm sure i'm sure that's right it's like everything i do because i've switched around so much with so many different subjects and and so many different uh, styles that i do um it kind of automatic it's automatic you know kind of switch switch whatever if i'm doing the shadow pictures which um are coming out brilliantly and i i'm i'm not frightened of anything that you know i can i basically do anything you know it just you switch on and say okay that's where obviously you you have uh sticking points you know areas where you think how am I getting that over this? But what I love about this, and particularly the shadow picture, which you and you're putting that up as well this week, uh, was or are you going to leave that? Yes, until the no, we will talk about that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, it's only that that picture there. I, I I love the fact that I can actually share with all the people viewing it all my queries, my frustrations, my um, thought patterns, and that is. It's all natural because although I might, ahead of time, I might think, "Mm, I'm going to have to think about this. When it comes to doing it, there's nothing like actually the live um, feed that people get, um, having the sound of my voice and thinking, "Mm, mm," you know, this, this sort of thinking time, which I sometimes have. Yeah. So that carries people with me on that journey, and that's what I like so much. It puts a lot of pressure on you, obviously, but because I know I've, I can get out of things, um, after all, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be shown if I didn't. You know. <laughs> well, I think, yeah, it's polished, uh, polished to a certain extent in that people won't see if it goes wrong. Um, well, mm. to, to a certain extent, you, you've made things before and you've changed things on camera, and that's that's fine. But if it really goes wrong, people won't see it. But uh, no, no. in the same way, it is unedited in terms of that people are seeing you come up with these ideas that's and right. techniques on the spot. And I love that too. It, it's like having people with you, all those people with me, you know, yeah. and, and we're joining together trying to sort this problem out or this, this difficulty out. And we always do. That's lovely. Uh, and I do enjoy that. that that's something that uh, I get a great kick out of. Because you used to love doing those demonstrations with, you know, with that sort of um, pressure almost, you know, but, but it's satisfaction and fulfilment of, of showing what those pencils could do and, and having an audience there. It's like you've got the same thing, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. You're right. I, I mean, I love the shows. I used to love demonstrating at the shows. One of my passions, because of that reason, people with you, and sometimes you'd have a, a whole crowd of people around you watching you actually do something. And that, that can, be, can be terrifying. But at the same time, if you're used to it and you enjoy that, it can be exhilarating as well. Mm-hmm. Would you ever do that again? I don't mean I don't mean take all your stuff up and do anything but if 
if one of the brands approached you and I said, Dad, me and you are going to go up to London and you're going you're gonna to paint all day and draw all mm. day, would you ever do oh, that I'd, again? Like a shot. Yeah. Mm. That would like be, a shot. Yeah, that would be nice. Maybe we could get in touch with some of our contacts and say, hey, you know, uh, we, you know, mm. we just mm. want to come along and do our thing. That's right. That's right. As long as I could just turn up, sit on my chair and say, hello, folks. Right. I'm going to paint this or do this or whatever. Yes, I would do that. Yeah. And I'd love to do that because I, I really enjoy that. What I didn't enjoy is all the preparation work and carting all the stuff around. I didn't enjoy that. Yeah. That was just a pain. Yeah. No, no, no. We wouldn't, we wouldn't do the same thing. No way. No way at all. Um, but no, how lovely uh, that you get to, to relive that to a certain extent. Um, it's, it, I, I liken it to, I see more similarities between us in terms of the stage, me going on stage and having the same mm. buzz and the thrill of the, the being on, on stage and having that live performance and, and not knowing how it's going to go and just yeah, living in that moment. You had a similar thing. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes, it was it was a lot of fun. Well, you know, I mean, we've got, you know, we've got that similar experience when you have your I was performing as you're performing mm. uh, to an audience, the same same difference. And uh, I did. I, I did enjoy it. Yes, I would. I'd love to do that again. Mm. If, it, you know, if we can work something out eventually. Never well, know. Faber-Castell or Karen Dash, Creticolor, Stabilo, if you're listening, um, just get in touch with us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, well, we, we, we made a, a good contact this week, and we're not going to talk about it yet. But then, and that was encouraging. Thinking, mm, you know, there might be an opportunity. Yeah. Well, so these things can come up, Steve. They can. They can. Let's talk about that because you did mention earlier about materials, how using different materials, and I think it would be nice for people to update people on conversations we're having and and things, and also to get. Uh, our listeners' perspective on things because we had a uh, an email from the people at UART Paper over in America um, who got um, who found our podcast and and found our work or our work your work but uh, the the things that we do and were interested in talking to us about using the paper and I mentioned that we did actually have an account with UART because people may remember we sold the UART paper for a short time on our site. Um, and it, it wasn't really very popular, mostly because there are competitors out there that uh, can order in larger quantities and therefore cover their customs fees and all that sort of thing that comes with ordering overseas goods, uh, especially when it comes to trade goods. Uh, it can end up being very costly. Um, but and also the fact that it's you are in America and a lot of our students are in America and they can get it much more affordably um, over there. So we didn't see the the uptake in UART paper and we didn't see the the point in really stocking it. So um, especially with pastel mat uh, that that was you know proving to be uh, in your opinion data superior product. So um, so that's the reason where we went with that and. We spoke to UART and told them about uh, that, and they said um, they would still like us to potentially to work with us in some capacity. And so what we're going to do is get some UART paper, because they do have a different colour now as well, which is interesting to us. Um, and we're going to try 
colored pencil work and pastel pencil work on the UART paper. It doesn't mean that we're going to move away from pastel mat or on gray or anything like that. It doesn't, doesn't mean we're favoring one over the other. Um, people will know from all of your work, dad, that you are, uh, very much in pastel mats, uh, camp when it comes to their products and knowing that you you can get the amazing results on their paper but it certainly opens up some opportunities to see what you are uh has to offer and the new colors uh as well being a darker color so we're going to see how it goes because it's definitely going to be something that will be experimental um like the color pencils were to begin with and we kind of want to share that journey with people and, and mm. share share that exploration and because i know we do have people out there that use you art um mm. which is where all of our listeners come in that do because we would love to hear what you think of it um we know that it's very similar to pastel mat uh, the 600 and the 800 grit are the the finer sand color uh, sand paper and we know that's close to pastel mat but we would love to hear what you know what people think of it is it is it one that you use, you know, do you use, especially our American audience, do they use it uh, more than pastel map because it's more accessible? It's interesting to us, isn't it? We're, we're definitely. Mm, absolutely. I think it's all changed, you see, in, in the last few years because we, um, we have such a large audience now um, worldwide. There's no reason why we particularly need to stock it now, um, which we said we probably will. We don't have to, but but it's the techniques and using the pastel mat. And this is where our discussion with um, Elaine, Elaine, is it Elaine? Yeah. yeah. Um, the other day, he said that um, they're quite happy to work with us and promote us. Now, if they promote us, we promote them. That is what I like about it, not necessarily have to get in a bed with you are, you know, particularly, but as long as we use and, and can show that their paper uh, can be used in the way that I'm going to use them, then I think it, it's it, every, all round it becomes um, beneficial. Mm. And certainly the American uh, market is a good one for us. It's our second largest. And uh, why not? Uh, I think it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity. But I was saying, this is the kind of thing that we could get People say, well, you know, could you use your art paper in a demonstration and by using the pastel pencils that, uh, in, the, in the demonstration or the colour pencils even, because they're coming along now. Yeah. So I think we, we've got there's potential now for all of that to happen, Steve, yeah. And these products are interchangeable, you know, in pastel mat and you are, they are very similar uh, yeah, kinds right. of papers. So, uh, so interchanging one for the other is no problem for our students that like our, our European audience that, I mean, when I know we have all people over the world ordering pasta mat from us, which is absolutely wonderful. But I know that in Europe it's more popular because it's um, more uh, affordable for, for the European audience to get that paper. Um, but certainly over in America, those that uh, can get you up um, at a better price, uh, maybe a bit quicker, um, they might want to to try you art paper and we want to show mm. what can be done on that paper too um mm. we did a class um for the saa over here in the uk um we we did a demonstration for them and it's it's gone on their video on demand platforms because they were 
they were so impressed with it. It was a kitten picture. We haven't publicised it because it's not going on our platform. But no. I know the SAA have done lots of marketing and publicity for it. Um, but we thought the same thing for UART. You know, if they want to see how your techniques translate to to their paper, we would create a class for them. So mm. we really, on these podcasts, we really like to include everyone in mm. the journey and tell them what's mm. what's going on because it's nice you know we, we like you said dad you're you kind of feel you're taking everyone along with you when you're doing your classes you're saying come on everyone you know we're going to see what that's happens right. and that's we're kind of extending that to this podcast so yeah yes i think it is and it's what excites me about it is the fact that we we can i can show the techniques and those techniques can then be transferred to the different papers that people use and it broadens broadens out to not so much as you know well you've got to buy our paper you've got to buy our products and so forget all of that 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 is not what we're about now what we're about now is these are the techniques spread the word show people tell people uh, about it tell your friends and um and, and then they get to know us and what we're about with not really any agenda. That's mm. not a, a, attached to it. The only agenda we have that we would like more and more people to take up the sort of things that we do because we know it's successful and, and it, gives, it gives a lot of pleasure. Mm. So that's really where we're coming from. We're not going to be... You know, we're not going to say oh, we're going to drop everything else because you are giving us a great deal. We're not going to go down that road, mm. and we don't want to. Mm. Uh, and they, which uh, that impressed me yesterday when we were talking to them, that you know they are not they are happy that to do to promote us as long as we're saying, well, this is you up paper and we like it, and these are the techniques you use, and so on. So they'll promote us because of that. They don't want any more out of it than that. But they are willing to, um, it seems, to do some sponsoring if we need it. So that that is uh, that's the sort of arrangement that I find um, really, really exciting. Mm, me too. And I think it's really important that we are transparent with our audience about that. Like exactly what you just said, you know, there's mm. no exclusivity contracts being signed. Now we're going to be using UART paper from now on. You all must buy that. You know, if Pastelmat came no. along, I mean, they don't need to, but if Pastelmat came along and said, hey, can you do a class for us? Or, you know, we'd like to spread the word for you. You know, we would be open to that. We'd be open to trying it. And we'd be honest about it. You know, we've been honest about other papers in the past that haven't delivered the, the quite the same results we've tried loads in the past with different different on grade papers a tiziano paper we've obviously got the canson meton which is popular with some students but didn't didn't work for your techniques that you were finding no. giving you the, the results you wanted so it's not like we we jump with every single brand that comes with us and say right that's it only that you know well, I think the, the the thing is, people know that we now do four makes of pastel pencil. That wasn't we could have stuck with Faber if Faber had come along and said, you know, you know, we we'd rather be exclusive Faber if you don't mind. You know, we'll make sure it's worth your while. No, I'm sorry, we're independent. We do what we want to do, and we felt, and we've been absolutely proved right in having the, across the board the makes of pencils which I like and I recommend. And using them all, mm. so we're not. We've 
we are totally independent. I'm not, I'm never going to be tied down. I know you're the same. We don't want to be tied down. We want to do what we do, broadcasting the techniques and the, the classes and that what we, how we want to do it. Yeah. And and that that is it's freedom, isn't it? It's being free and not uh, tied tied to any one particular make. Mm, for sure. I agree. I agree uh, entirely. It's about getting as many people drawing as possible. Um, mm, that's it. And, that's and it. being shown that they can do it via your yep. techniques. This, you know, these are the results they can get, having never done anything before. It's, that's right. That's the ethos that we have. Um, okay, so let's talk about the black and white picture then that you did this week. Mm. Um, something very different. I was pleased to see you do this particular subject. Well, um, I, I hesitated to start with because I thought, my golly, and we talked about this last week, didn't we? You've got a hand right in the centre of the picture. Hands are really hard to do. Mm. And if you stick a hand right in the middle of the picture, you think, am I, you know, am I going to pull this one off? Well, I did, and people look at it, and I, I, was, I was amazed myself. When I look back on it, I mean, I was working at it, and people will see how I how I produced it. And during that production of that, there was the times when there's no way that was going to turn out right. No way. When you see it, you'll see what I mean. It, it was, I thought, that's, that's not going to work, Colin. But I stuck with it. I stuck to my guns. And when I actually finished it, I looked back on it, I thought, by golly. That is amazing. Even to me, it was amazing. I don't even know how I pulled that off, to be fair. But what it did, it gave me, uh, it gave us, us a, a, an advanced picture, which is definitely going to be an advanced picture, that people can have a crack at, but they can see how it was done. And that's, that's the key to this. And see how, if you're brave enough to take something like that on, Especially as I was saying last week, you're sort of looking up at her, mm. that, that, that lady. She's a, really attractive, but there was lots of the whole of the underside of the face, the neck and the face. That was another thing. I thought, how, how is, it doesn't look right. And when I, as, as I'm doing the picture, you see it doesn't look right. And the, there was times when you think, oh, I, I'd give this up. This is not going to work. Mm. But I stuck to it. And I was so delighted with the way it actually came out. Yeah, it, it really, it really blew me away. At, at just how, of all of your set shadow pictures, how photorealistic this one is. Mm, mm. It really yes. is amazing. I totally agree. Yeah, um, but it, it really was a challenge. As much as you were saying it was a challenge, it, it really shows just how difficult that picture uh, would have been and I think anyone watching being able to watch that would probably just be interested <laughs> in a lot in a lot in just the hand um oh yes and we'll yes, probably absolutely. get a lot from just that yes it, it shouldn't work it shouldn't work at all it, it, it and but it did and it worked brilliantly I I, I was as I say I'm I, I think I've re I've re when I did that I reached another level even I was amazed with. Mm. So it just shows you, if you're brave enough to have a crack at it, 
And there's more. I tell you, there's more well, as there's, well. Coming. There's, a, there's another one. I thought that actually you were going to talk about the other one that you did last week when you first said it. When I first said about it, I didn't even have the girl in my head. I was thinking of the other picture that you did, um, but we'll talk about that one next week. Oh, you know, I can't. I, I, I can't talk about it all at the same time. It's too, it's too much. But you have been very busy, and I'm, oh, I have. I'm really looking forward to hearing what people think of that. Uh, the the girl picture that you were just talking about what we can tell people when they look at this is all these people what about animals well this is an animal folks we'll just leave it at that at the moment and uh, but it but that convinced me you see once i'd done the girl and i'd got and i got that kind of reaction from uh, my own um, thoughts and um, appraisal of it i thought there's no reason why i can't do this other one now you know, so it leads on. Yeah. No, there's no reason at all. Well, I can't do this now. And that was another one. That I thought, what? You know, that, that's not going to work. Yeah. But as you can see, it did. Yeah. And uh, they'll see that next week. Mm. Lovely. All right. What a good point to end on then this week. I hope everyone's enjoyed this. It's really nice. Um, it, it feels it feels somewhat surreal. Uh, knowing that people listen to us when it is just a Skype call <laughs> once a week. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing I will, just before we go, I, I didn't want to dismiss this too lightly. Um, we talked about Teddy, we talked about the girl, but we haven't talked very much about the um, uh, Van Gogh. The, and I, I mentioned it last week, didn't I? I think I mentioned that it was on, the, on my friend's wall. Yeah. But that is absolutely, I, I, I watched that back the other day. And again, I was I was bowled over by it. I loved it. I enjoyed it so much doing that picture, and I think that came through on the demonstration when they see it. I was really enthralled with it. Mm. Van Gogh was never my favourite. His sunflowers I wouldn't give you house room for them. I, and I, I saw them. I saw the real ones, not the real ones, the actual original picture in the uh, in the National Gallery. Um, and I still wasn't impressed with it. But this particular one, I don't know what, what it is about it. Colours, probably. I love the colours. And that worked, Steve, because I had the whole range of colours to choose from. That's yeah. how that worked. It wouldn't have worked otherwise. I'd have been restricted. Mm. I think a lot of these demonstrations wouldn't have if you didn't have a, a, that range of colours. No, no. And we've got so many more coming up. I mean, I can't wait for you to get those out. The, 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 the Monet and, and, oh, God, yeah. all of those beautiful pictures that uh, that I've done. Uh, Gainsborough was, it, was another one yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, there's so many that, that, are, that are waiting to, to be aired. And uh, so I can't wait for them. Yeah. Well, people will uh, have seen that we've, we're releasing, like I said, a long time ago. We've been trying to we're trying to get more projects out there because there's so many that we can't wait to share with you, and and we think that you're going to love them all. So we're going to ramp up the releases of the of the videos mm. now with the new site, especially. Um, I think that yeah. filling that site, 327 courses, I think now classes on there, um, and we've got plenty, plenty more where that came from. So there is there is lots to be looking forward and I, to, and, and I'm and I'm building every week aren't i more you are more, yeah more, more. Well, 
prove yeah prove proved point because you were talking about one picture and I thought you were talking about another picture and you've done two this week. So, <laughs> yeah. I can't leave him alone now. I can't leave it alone. I've got got the bit between my teeth now. Everyone will be pleased to hear that. I know Good. it. I know it. All right, we'll leave it there. So thanks everyone for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.